clapping outside today because there's a polar vortex coming down and it's meeting up with the hot air of four men who are exuding so much masculinity and heat yes. out of our dusters growing underneath of our noses must be thick it smells so good this energy is causing the gods to be angry michael <laughs> valhalla this is the greatest contest in the history of podcasting, and it begins today. The Great Duster Bowl of 2016. Hit the theme song, people. As I said, this is the first ever mustache contest in Live from the Dutch All history. And you know what? I think in podcasts, or she, I don't know if it's been done before. If it has been, I think it's never been done as good as, as it's going to be done tonight. Damn straight. It's I can learn to talk. Done, it's going to be done right. It's going to be done right because there's four combatants. Four combatants that stand in the ring today to go toe-to-toe on who has the most machismo. Who has the best duster of the bunch? And I'm staring right at one of the contestants. He's my brother and bartender. We're starting with him today. He's Paul Van Dyke. Let's hear it for Woo! Paul. Let's hear it for Paul. Beside him, we have the man that writes music for the show. One of the one of the members of a Nocturnal Emissions, the greatest band in the history of podcasting. The Rooster Dave Charters is Thank here. Right beside Dave. Oh, the duster is thick and robust. Grandfather's hat is perched upon his head. He's the band leader of Nocturnal Emissions. Mike Bow is here. Oh, yeah, and Steve the Reluctant German is here as well. Disgrace, the disgrace of the nocturnal emissions. And today we have been graced with the presence of two celebrity judges. We have a former uh, New York Ranger, former Chicago Blackhawk. I like this. Former Pittsburgh Penguin. 
<laughs> former person used to sleep with my sister. <laughs> former. Former. Yeah, yeah, former. You're fixed, Ryan. That's questionable. Catholics only do it for procreation. <laughs> Ryan Vanderbush is here. Oh, beside him, judging. He's a mustache enthusiast. He has been rocking a duster and feeling confident because of it for quite some time. He's been here many times before. He's our friend and yours. Comedian Tyler Shazma is here. I don't, I don't envy either of you two judges, but I'll tell you who my pick is. It's the guy talking on this microphone. It's a two-time President's Club Award winner. It's Pete Van Dyke. It's myself. Welcome to the Duster Bowl, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, this has been, this has started about just a little over six weeks ago, where we all decided, and, and we created the challenge, the gauntlet was thrown, if you will, that we would uh, shave our faces completely bald, right? Well, at least our upper lip, right? That was the deal? Minimum. Upper lip, completely bald. Anything you want to put into judging today had to not be there at the beginning. Uh, so, and, and that doesn't include your bum chin cover, Paul, that you have. You have, and I understand. <laughs> what, is there a, some sort of loophole or something, or why, why does Paul get... Well, that's not part of the judging. We're not judging Paul's uh, bum chin that he has there. We're not judging it. We're judging only the mustache. Everything that stems from the nose, Dave. Underneath the nose, and you follow it down to its greatness. Where did the mustache grow to? You don't know, right? Who has the gusto to get it where it needs to be? And we got four mustaches here, and I got to tell you guys, I'm proud of all of you. I'm proud of all of you except for Steve. <laughs> He's the only person I'm not proud of because he decided employment and his, and his family's security is uh, more important than this mustache contest. Where we went through six weeks of humiliation, Steve. Six weeks of our wives finding us hideous, with the exception of Michael. <laughs> and you, you just went lollygagging, walking through the raindrops, you know, enjoying your beauty. And you're and you and what you what you've already known, you know. We had to go through changes like a metamorphosis of ugly. And now we ended up today where we are in the mustache contest. Let's come out of the cocoon. Yes, we have. We have uh, spread our wings. Yes, I'll tell you something, guys. I think that we look as good as we're ever gonna look. I was worried because we have a film. We have a guy filming some for promos today, and I was worried that we we're gonna, this is gonna be embarrassing. I want to have all my promos with me with this mustache. Are you kidding me? I've never looked better. I've never looked more manly. My wife can barely stand herself. She's looking at me across the room. Musk is there. Oh, my goodness. It's slippery underneath where she's standing. I don't know why. Get a squeegee. Yes. I want to address you uh, combatants uh, personally before we get started in the contest. I want to address all of you. And I want to start with Dave Charters. Charters. Talk to me. You have always been... You, you have always grown a mustache, even though you have no abilities to do so, like starting at a young age, right? I've known you your whole life. When you were like probably in high school, when was the first mustache you remember growing? in high school because in high school it was still just like... University not, though. University probably. So like we'll say late 90s, where, like, yeah. where mustaches were not in fashion. In the late 90s, this is before the hipster movement. This is before, you know, this is like after the 70s stash was was like considered like a mullet or whatever. Long gone, yeah. Long gone. Nobody was rocking a stash. You decided to pull one out out of nowhere for no reason. Do you remember that? I do. You went in the uh, photo booth with your now wife, right? Took some pictures. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? I do. It was a hideous mustache, Dave. I burned those pictures. 
I kept one in my wallet for at least three years. And that is not a joke. I kept that in my wallet for three, at least three years, a picture of Dave and Teresa with Dave's stupid mustache. And I would show it to people. Look how stupid this mustache is. Remember that? And, and before that, I carried a picture of you in your wallet. Do you remember the one I carried before that? For probably about 10 years, I carried this picture of Dave in my wallet. It was a, his grade three picture. And it was, I carried it in my wallet. It was like a wallet-sized grade three picture of Dave. I cut it out of his parents. I saw, found it at his parents, cut it out, put it in my wallet one day. Nice. And it was, the, it was my favorite picture. And I lost it. Yeah, I wish I could have it back. Do you I think your mom has another coffee? Nice square, <laughs> nice, square, nice square glasses. With I think there might have been tape on some part of them. I don't think they were intact. Tortoiseshell. Okay. <laughs> no, this is before tortoiseshell. This was the pedophile style glasses. Right? Yeah, like maybe plastic, like double bridged, you know, like pedo glasses and broken. That Does that sound right? There, yeah. And you're a little bit hefty. Would you say you're a little bit hefty in those days? Husky. Husky. Yeah. Husky. Husky. Big bone. We used to have to go to the boys' husky section. Yes. Down Simcoe. Have a shot. Right. But now who's laughing at you with that mustache, right? Now who's laughing at you with that mustache, Dave? Because you've come a long way. That original duster was hideous. Do you remember when we did the murder mystery party at my house? This was back, we did a murder mystery dinner. And uh, there was four characters to be given out. And there was one was an undertaker. That was me. One was a, a magician, right? That was another one of our friends, Mark, right? There was one that was a professional wrestler, right? And then there was a self-made millionaire played by Dave Chargers, right? So Dave Chargers decides, as soon as I sent out the invitation, which is weeks before, you know, I'm a man, I want to throw a nice party. Organize. Yeah, I throw a nice party, Steve. When I ever invite you to one, you will really have a good time. But it's not going to be right away. I'm still sore about the whole mustache thing. Chargers, on the other hand, shows up. He won't talk to me for six weeks or whatever it was. How long do you think it was? A month? And then uh, doesn't talk to me, won't visit me. I say, we want to get together. No, no, I don't want to get together. Then he shows up at my party, self-made millionaire, rocking a mustache. It goes to the character. Makes sense. Yeah. If you would have been the wrestler, do you think you would have grown a mustache? <laughs> I might have. Yeah. If you were a magician, do you think you'd have a mustache? <laughs> Something to hide behind? I have a feeling if you were the undertaker, you would also have a mustache, Dave. <laughs> You just had something within you that wanted to grow a mustache. Is that correct? It's on the inside and it wants out. <laughs> <laughs> Simple stuff. And then you are the, the birth of this whole contest because what you did was, this, is a, uh, this cannot be understated what you've done, right? You uh, grew a mustache. For how long did you grow that mustache in the fall for? It was three solid months. Three solid months of mustaches where he was asked to play for a dear friend's wedding. You know, you had to play the opening song. Not Colonel Missions went up to play the opening song. You were w rocking a ridiculous curly mustache at that uh, thing. You went to uh, numerous events. You went to work every day. Every day at work, all the family parties and Christmas pictures with my kids. You're the only one of us that has, that has like a real job where you would have to clean yourself up. And you look the most ridiculous I've ever seen of any of us, right? No Even question. now. And then... <laughs> Especially now. <laughs> took a lot of ribbing. And then all of a sudden, I have Van Dyke Christmas. You know, my uh, you come because you've uh, soiled my cousin, right? You come to Van Dyke Christmas. Four times. Four times at least. And then uh, you come to Van Dyke Christmas and there's a you, you hand to my wife 
uh, discreetly a gift bag that we open on our New Year's show, which is your shaved mustache in a jar. That's a gift you gave me. Nice little mason. The entire ruse, the entire three months, all built up to you giving me your mustache in a jar. Is that correct? That's right. That was your entire plan from the beginning. You came up with it, grew it, and said, I'm going to cut it and put it in a jar. Or halfway through growing it, you th decided this is a good idea. I'm going to give Three months of turmoil. The best goddamn <laughs> and right now, that Christmas present is sitting in a, in a velour box, yes. in a purple velour case, surrounded by, by my two President's Club Awards. Flanking it to show the greatness, not only of uh, your mustache, but also me, right? Which I find <laughs> it's good to showcase my greatness. But uh, Charters, that mustache and that jar will be glued on the loser's face, which was the, the deal that we made today. Whoever loses this contest will have that mustache and that jar glued on their face. Oh. Right? <laughs> we have went through six we went through six oh, weeks so of humiliation. My brother has been scared shitless since the beginning. He doesn't want to go anywhere near that mustache. It is I don't even believe that is your mustache. I think that is your pubes. I think you're gonna tell us after it's all done that you shaved your ass. And put it in that jar. That's what back I think. Hair. Yeah, it's just my back hair. It is disgusting. But there's one exception to that rule, Dave. And that is if you lose. If you lose, Dave, this mustache and this jar would not be as gross to you. It comes from your own body. <laughs> Add to your duster. You worked on it. Yeah. You wouldn't even shave it. You would just contribute to it. So this is not a punishment. So if you lose... The winner's mustache will be will be glued onto your face, Ooh. and this mustache, this this gift of yours, this three month mustache in the jar, will stay in the jar, where you believe that it rightly belongs. Yet, if that is truly what you believe, then you want to lose. So, what do you say to that? I'm torn. You're hmm. really torn. That mustache in a jar is one of the greatest compliments in my life. Giving you such a great gift. Well, Dave, and I can, wanted to say that I do, but uh, if you were to beat somebody by the grace of God, <laughs> it is something you said that at work, you know, where I would think you would be like uh, snickered, you know, by everyone would, would belittle you behind your back. You know, that's what I would imagine would happen to you. But uh, instead, you said that you went into work today with that mustache and people were actually fascinated by it. They were they're excited to see it back. I got a lot of nods. People are coming close and like whispering. <laughs> is that kind of like a fuck you stash is it kind of like a fuck you stash I don't know <laughs> you gotta have fun in life that's the truth eh? if you can't go to work with a stupid mustache on your face if you care too much about what people think about you that's right well good luck to you in this contest Dave I wish you the best of luck and I appreciate your efforts <laughs> now I want to turn to my uh, uh, brother Paul Paul uh, you know when we grew our beards they said that uh, your wife said I look uh, remarkably like you. You said I look remarkably homeless, yeah. right? <laughs> and so uh, what does that say about yourself? Your wife thinks that, must think that you look homeless on a regular basis because you are, like, out of all of us, you're the most full-time facial hair wearer. Is that correct? Yes, lazy. <laughs> lazy. But you are the most likely to have some sort of facial hair, with the exception of Steve, of course, which we won't even speak of Steve again. <laughs> 
Yes, you ruined it. This is <laughs> shame. Shame. Shame is real. Anyways, Paul. So you decide you had to just uh, make a decision. You the whole time I've never seen someone so scared in all your life. Every time you ran into any of us, you were you were visibly shaken by the thought of uh, losing this contest. It's yeah. not what it's, it's. Yeah, I thought I had it. Yes, <laughs> Yeah. It's only yes. Right. I, I would lose to anyone. Yes. That would be the most humiliation is if if Dave won the whole contest. <laughs> because it would be humili- it would be humiliating for me too. That would be the worst scenario I could think of is if Dave won this contest, I would be horrified that he had beaten beaten the greatness of us Van Dykes and our and our and her, you know, on her manliness, because mm-hmm. Dave's never exhibited that masculinity since the beginning of me, me, me knowing him, which is only like what, thirty-five years ago, thirty-seven. Anyways, uh, Paul, uh, I wish you the best of luck. Uh, your chin was a big deal. You you have a bum chin. We mentioned it before. <laughs> Just in case you didn't. You know, I thought that uh, you would have like wanted to pr- display it, because I think that the cleft chin. Makes you look more manly. Makes you look more uh, state stately. You know. <laughs> well, that may be true. It may help you out for second place, Paul. Now, Michael, last man I have to address in this contest. You son of a bitch. I gotta tell you, you you were the only person of all of us, me, Charters, and Paul, through this whole thing. We had a little bit of a struggle. Paul probably not as much, maybe, because he he usually rocks a nice beard. But like, uh, me and Charters look a little bit like Wolfman for a lot of this whole beard contest. You s- seem to think that you were uncomfortable by the whole thing. You you said you can't wait to get it off your face. Is that right? Uh, yeah, at times. Yeah, that's accurate. But you managed to, with a beard, look more handsome. Uh, <laughs> and the only one yeah, of us, apparently. right? Apparently. And uh, you managed to end up attracting Sweet Sweet Kelly even more even than you more, did before. Yeah. Yeah, apparently it traps the musk inside of it. Yes. <laughs> and so when she gets close to my face, she just cannot resist. Yeah. Well, I understand, Michael. I understand. Because uh, it's the same with me and my wife. <laughs> uh, except for it got to a certain point where the uh, other stuff that stunk in my beard uh, even outweighed the musk. Oh. And then it was overtime for me. It was no more for me and my wife. But now with me being reinvented with this great duster... This beautiful mustache that I tweak in my fingers, Jane. Uh, I can tell. I can tell just her looking at me right now that she can feel it. It's a different man. It's a man she's never experienced before. It's maybe one she wants. Where's that Wawa, Steve? It's the old change-up. Yeah, this is a man she's never had a roll in the sheets with, right, Jane? Waka waka. All right. Well, you know what? We better get on with this contest. But there's one thing we need to do before we start this contest, and it's uh, get to a segment that we do every week called Feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Feedback. Ah, nice. I love the Wawa. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everybody. This week's feedback is brought to you by our friends from Amazon. If you go to the Life from the Dutch Hall website, uh, livefromthedutchhall.com, and you click on any of our Amazon banners, and then do your all of your Amazon shopping. Amazon. Amazon. That's Amazon. That's Amazon. Amazon. Yes. Amazon. Amazon shopping. Sorry. Thank you for pointing out my 
perhaps drunkenness. I had to I had to drink out the shame of the hot tub scenes we felt we we filmed today for our Brillat Musk commercials coming to you soon. But we, uh, Amazon, I'm actually getting a check from the U.S. Amazon. Really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know that's like even better money. That's our money. Yeah. It's so it's it's so good. It's yeah. So thank you to everyone in the U.S. that helped out and in Canada. Also, it's uh, we like to uh, recognize VG Meats, who sponsors the show. If you go to our website and you uh, click on the VG man, uh, uh, VG coupon, print that out, bring it to either the locations in Simcoe or Stony Creek, and they'll get you a great deal on uh, freezer meat. And uh, we also uh, would, uh, if you, you have a corporate event, maybe a, maybe a nice anniversary party, a wedding perhaps, Ooh. or uh, maybe you want to put on a great rock festival, or uh, some sort of a show, a music festival mm -hmm. that's just going to blow your ears off because of the natural uh, amphitheater that exists mm. on a property that's one of those beautiful properties in southern Ontario or maybe the world. It's Lakeside Vista. Go to lakesidevista.ca and check out the 3D, uh, 3D uh, video of the property. <laughs> Lakeside Vista. Where the views are beautiful. And uh, our last sponsor is Van Dyke Party Services. You know, Van Dyke Party Services is brought to you by CleanFlow, right? Uh, Van Dyke Party Services, If you, you you know sometimes you go to parties and you're like, it should be good in, in principle. It sounds good. You know, like they invite you. It seems like it might be fun. Let's take the murder mystery example, you know, get in the mail. And then you get up to your party and you realize my friends are boring. They're not even that much. They're not interesting. They're a bunch of stiffs. They're a bunch of stiffs. We're sitting around here playing it like it's a real murder mystery. No one's even drunk. Fondue. Right. Well, we got a fondue. Yeah, maybe a dip. Yeah. Oh, I got a nice dip. You want to go out on the deck and take in the breeze? Maybe have a real heart-to-heart. -heart. Yeah. No. What you want to do is invite five Van Dykes, at least five Van Dykes, somewhere between five and 29 Van Dykes to your party. And it's only going to cost you our expenses and $100 a cold hard cash. And uh, your satisfaction to make that party great is guaranteed. And we will give you back that $100 of cold hard cash if you're not 100% satisfied. Van Dyke Party Services. What's our tagline? Don't live your life in regret. Yeah, don't live your life in regret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, reach out to us at lifeofthedutchhallgmail.com if you want to hire us. Now, uh, feedback. We got feedback. Every, late, every, every week we like to recognize new listeners. This week we have new listeners from uh, Fort Myers, Florida. Oh, yeah, someone just downloaded a whole, pretty much everything that wow. we've ever created from Fort Myers. We also got Lara, or Laura, Venezuela. Uh, Venezuela, I don't know if we've had Venezuela before, but they're, they're on board. And Orangeville, Ontario, which does bring me to our uh, our tour. Yes. Because we're going to Orangeville. And uh, if, you, if you're interested in coming to see us in Orangeville, reach out to me at livefromdutchhall.gmail.com. We're there on April the 8th. And if you can't come, for some reason, if you can't come all the way to Orangeville to see the first ever Life in the Dutch Hall real tour show that you're going to be able to see, uh, then what you might want to do is go to the Hungarian Hall on that night. Because on April 8th, if you're not coming to the Dutch Hall show in Orangeville, they're having a spring dance at the Hungarian Hall. <laughs> there you go. And my father, yeah, my father-in-law asked me to plug that. And I said, how much are you paying me? He said, nothing. And I said, well... You guys make about the same amount of money as we do, so I'll plug your I'll plug your <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, but if you'd like to come to Orangeville, then you can also reach out to me on Facebook or Twitter, Instagram, 
or give me an email at life from the Dutch at gmail.com and uh, we'll see about getting you in at Kipsy Saloon in Orangeville. And uh, we've yet to announce uh, the band on that show that we're going to be uh, having on as our guest. And uh, but once we do that, we will be putting that out on social media and uh, you'll know who the guest is before then. So just look out for it on that. And uh, Leamington uh, is more. Leamington will be on the Saturday night, so uh, we're excited about doing that. And we have a pimped-out ride. Oh, yes. Yeah, pimped-out ride. We're coming in a big RV, which it turns out, Paul, this is a real turning point in my life, my demise, my midlife crisis. We go from my brother always solidly in the black sheep position, you know, like, the, you know, Pete ends up being the good one. Paul's the one with the that has to say, Pete, can you sign for this or can you... Can you? Can I pretend I'm you and I cross the border or whatever the fuck you're up to? Right? <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. And then all of a sudden, something happens. Pete's life falls apart. Paul all of a sudden becomes Mr. Credible. We try to get insurance for this for this uh, RV. Mike Bo approved. Paul Van Dyke approved. Yes. Pete Van Dyke declined. <laughs> First See? time ever. Yes, Paul is the golden boy. Paul is all of a sudden the golden boy of the Van Dyke family. I can't even believe it, Paul. I'm really, really proud of you and ashamed of me at the same time. This is responsible. Yeah. It's like seeing your it's like seeing your kid grow up and then once you once you decide your kid grows up, you can just, just start shitting your pants again. <laughs> you know? It's kinda of what I feel like. So, um feedback, we got feedback this week. We got some feedback. Guess who we got feedback from? I said it so many times you couldn't even play it that much. Big up Bob. Oh, big up. Big up Bob Barker right, big up. from St. Martin. From the Isle of St. Martin. Uh, big up Bob Barker says this. He goes, big up to everybody for making my aisle. Oh, do you hear the ra- the thunder? The thunder is roaring. Uh, big up to everybody for making my Isle of St. Martin their home and paradise. Big up to you, my brother, Dutch Hall, oh, is what he said. Very nice. uh, thank you to Big Thanks, Up Bobby. Bobby. Big up to Bobby. And also, uh, a lot of people last week were very uh, vocal about their excitement about the big uh, tape-breaking contest <laughs> that existed on last week's episode, Tape rip- oh. Ripping with Andy Martin. And uh, <laughs> it was a big hit on Periscope, actually. Yeah. And uh, uh, Paul, I got to tell you, uh, the... You know what I mean? Like, uh, this is what I have to say. I appreciate uh, Andy coming in. I, I, I applaud him on his efforts and all that stuff. He works at City Hall, and I can't get this out of my head. He works at City Hall, and he decided to break a record with things he breaks with his hands. And you have hands like a friggin' like uh, you've been, you, they've been cut and bruised and beat up. They're like two two uh, cast iron skillets, <laughs> right? You took that tape and it exploded in your hands immediately. You just can just Look at it and they break. You know what I mean? <laughs> they just don't want to deal with the vicious beating that you're going to give them with your hands, right? This this soft-handed city hall worker with gloves on and stuff like that, bruised up by breaking, is 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 a. Oh, we need some tapes. I'll uh, I'll break some tapes. <laughs> All I'm saying, Paul, is I'm asking you mercy. I'm begging you for mercy. Let the man just do no. his thing. No. And then. <laughs> you gotta do it. You gotta do it after he at least has a chance to, to do it. You know, you're crushing that guy's dreams. Well, the greatness is within you, Paul. But I'm, I'm just trying to wait for the timing, and we gotta build it up. Once there's a record holder for you to challenge, then it becomes like 
Bobby Fischer versus that Russian guy or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll do that. But I, I'm just saying, like, keep it, take it easy. But it was fantastic. And really, the, ta the tale's in the tape. I got some footage I'm still going to put out there. Jane's got it under camera, but I'll put it out online so you guys can actually see Paul go against the potential world record holder. And uh, Paul did a great showing. That's all I got to say. Very amazing. I think it was, I, I don't know if it's definitive or not. We're going to break it down, but it looks pretty, looks pretty, pretty definitive, I think. <laughs> he really won. I think, yeah, you definitely, I think he definitely won. You actually, you could have killed him if you didn't stumble on that second tape. But he stumbled on the first one, so that's kind of even, Steve. Anyhow, so uh, the other thing we forgot to mention last week on feedback was that we got some more press. And the press is uh, regarding, uh, it's from the Sputnik, which is the uh, the campus paper at uh, Wilfrid Laurie in Brantford, Ontario. And uh, what I really wanted to do was, for this one was I wanted them to put in print we're the greatest podcast ever in the history of, of podcasts. That's what I wanted them to put in print. Did that work? No, it didn't work. It didn't make it into the article. <laughs> and they wrote other, other stuff about us, but they didn't put that line. I wrote it for them, but they wouldn't put it there, in, like in the article. Yeah. But they did there? say, they did say what I'd like to give you some, they did say uh, what uh, nocturnal emissions, mm, which I like when they put name. that in there. Yeah, they said uh, the nocturnal emissions in a bartender and then it said, uh, no penis jokes either. Oh, but they did say, uh, topics range from Hitler's genitals to interviews with ex-professional hockey players. So that's what I think the two bars of my show are. In between that. <laughs> yeah, in between that. One is Hitler's genitals, and one is like Ryan. <laughs> between Ryan and Hitler's genitals. And I didn't think that was, I think we do lots more on either side of that, to be honest with you. I think they're limiting us. Inside the box, outside the box. Yeah, I don't know where the fuck you are. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I love really, it. Uh, you know, the, there's not. Well, the main difference. I don't think Hitler was probably circumcised. I would say that would probably be a a uh, good guess. There. I would say it's a good. It's a good guess that he wasn't. Though. <laughs> so maybe it is that far. Ryan, you're probably circumcised. I would say. Yes, I am. I had a bet. See, he is. So that is the difference between. Well, that is what we talk about. Yeah. Wait, between. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's worse for you, Shaz. I didn't know they were uncircumcised. So is that the yeah, new? Yeah, mostly we just talk about your giant nutsack. I mean, yeah, is, that, is this a new development, Shaz? Didn't get this knuckle up because I'm not Hitler. Oh my goodness, that is even grosser. We never thought we could paint a, a grosser picture of Shaz's dick, and we just did. I always took the foreskin off just for good measure, just to make it look pretty. When you're thinking about Shaz's dick. Yeah, when I think about Shaz's dick, I always had it circumcised. No time. You know what, Paul, before, you know what, I, I, I forgot to, <laughs> it is actually Shaz. Hey, Paul, thanks for making me a drink. You actually made me a drink this time. We haven't done it in a while. I don't know. Uh, it is, what is it? The uh, absinthe. It's, it's the Dutchman's uh, nightmare. Cheers, everybody, to a great mustache contest. Um. The only other thing in feedback we got to get to is since the very beginning of time from this show, we've had one listener that's getting got back to us almost every week, and he's uh, the Haitian Dwarf. Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to bed we go. Her gaping throws my gravy bow. Hi-ho, hi-ho. 
<laughs> really got through that one. <laughs> she slowed it down. Look at that. It's uh, gaping throat and gravy bone. <laughs> yes, it's a great one. Through that, is, sometimes when you hear them out loud when we're trying to come up with them, one just <laughs> one just rises above the rest. You know? and this uh, week it was that one. Yeah, yeah, this week it was that one. So uh, this week's Haitian Dwarf feedback is five stars. Hey, five hey, stars on iTunes. Yes. He says, save a beaver, shave a rooster, which roughly interpreted means never get into a facial hair contest with a family who has a style of beards named after them. Oh, I think wow. that's directed at you, Chairs. That's directed uh, squarely at you. Because, yeah, you don't come from the... The, the genes of someone that they named the Van Dyke beard after without having just exemplary facial hair skills. Well, it's not a Van Dyke mustache, is it? Oh, good point. No, it's not. But you know what's attached to that Van Dyke beard is a fucking mustache. Yeah. It's part of it, man. <laughs> you can't, you, you know, it, you, you try to be smart, Dave, and it just comes out. Charters. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Asian Dwarf, for that feedback again. We look forward to listening to hearing you next week. And if you guys want to get back, give me any feedback, please uh, reach out to me at livefromthedutchhall.gmail.com or you can like me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, and follow me on Insta Instagram. 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 Some different succotash. This mustache is weighing down my upper lip. I can't speak properly, boys. It's so heavy. <laughs> So incredibly heavy. The weight of it. <laughs> so now it is time for the big mustache contest. Yes, ring the bell. So I have in my hand here the score sheets for the mustache contest, which I'll ask my lovely wife Jane to distribute to our judges. Very organized, I see. Yes, very organized. And if you could get them uh, some pens as well, that would be that would be helpful. Now, you will notice that the uh, judging is in the uh, categories of our five senses. Sight, sound, touch, smell, and taste. Uh, I have to stick my nose near your mustache. I don't have to do those things. I've been making notes. Taste. Uh, Shazma, you will do what you are told. You agree to this. It's a commitment. I did not agree to taste any of oh, mustache. I agreed to write insults. <laughs> so I will now explain the rules of each of these categories. Oh no, I'll just do that when we go. We'll leave taste to the end. That's special. <laughs> I tell you, I have I have ways around it uh, for hygiene reasons for all of you. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's staring us down. Oh, you're looking at this. Nice things to say about all of them. Okay, so this is the way you're going to score it, fellas. Um, in each category, you will uh, be given, um, you will give us a rank, one out of four, right? Four being, you'll give four points to the first place, three to second place, two to third place, and one to fourth place. So in the category of sight, this is how it goes down. Each of us is given an opportunity to describe our mustaches and comment on the mustaches of our competitors. Um, you two have uh, Ryan, I should say. Uh, I should probably introduce our judges before we get started. I'm, yes. I'm just saying, like, we haven't introduced our judges properly, right? 
Ryan Vandenbush, uh, well, that's not a good introduction, is it? Uh, our first judge, as I said, is an NHL alumni. He is uh, uh, a, a local hockey coach. He is also the owner of Lakeside Vista, a proud sponsor of Life from the Dutch Hall. And he is my brother-in-law, Ryan Vandenbush, is here. Woo! Woo! Ryan, you agreed to judge this contest. Uh, make sure the mic's in close to you. Uh, you agreed to judge this contest. And now you're looking at the score sheet. You have a look of uh, trepidation on your on your face. I see. Um, would you? Is there any comments? Is there any? Is there anything that you want to do to get out of this contest now that you see what you have to do? What you're up against? No, I'm quite comfortable. <laughs> you're comfortable. Oh, I like that. He looks confident. Will not taste. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one they don't like. They don't like taste. They don't like taste. <laughs> I'll like, tell hey, you what they all taste like right now. <laughs> <laughs> they all taste like nicotine. <laughs> <laughs> they've all, they're all good mustaches. Like, so let me I say that. Like, good, good nicotine. They, you can all you can tell they all work in tobacco. They're not hipster Toronto mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'll take that as a compliment. So they, Ryan, they are all unique. To some degree. Mm. Uh Nicholas Ferries. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, Ryan. Maybe a hipster. Ryan, you, I wanted to. Hey, they did all go for the forks. It's all Brown forks. Uh, yeah, we did. We did like to go and show the full, the full range of our, of our facial hair uh, sco uh, gr uh, scope. Sometimes a diamond's better than a spade. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Bushy. Yeah. Now, before we get uh, going in this contest, I would just want to give you an opportunity. I understand you're working with, uh, you're working with a new charity, and you wanted to give it, a, uh, give it a plug. Yeah, Sticks and Ticks, the group of us from Northern County are kind of getting a group together and we're uh, wanting to raise some funds to uh, uh, give back to Ottawa Hockey and, and uh, increase our registration at the grassroots level and get more kids involved in the kick side of it and the musical side of it. Uh, that'll be phase two, so I'm not going to get into that, but we'll sort of move the side as well as we can. That'll be sports, right? So we like to play it. Right, so, right. And then, uh, so you have a big event coming up? Yeah, so on Tuesday, June 28th, we've got a scheduled event at Burnsville Winery. And uh, we've got a uh, penciled in for Reggie Miller to come down. He's uh, a legend guy that grew up playing in fire hockey around here. And NHL legend. Yeah, NHL legend. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. It was really cool. I, I got to go see him. He's a good friend of mine. And uh, we made some cool stuff. We saw Reggie Miller in Toronto. And uh, I'm happy with what we're doing. And he says, as long as my health is fine, Ryan, I'll be. So, um, we got a great artist coming there. I'm going to paint a picture of uh, Red when he's in the last shot and then the leads. Yeah, he's right. Uh, is that your first time meeting him, Ryan, or you yeah, met him? My first time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great guy. Awesome guy. We sat in his living room in downtown Toronto. We went to work in North Toronto. And uh, great guy. And his wife is amazing. We sat in Our grandpa actually was, uh, uh, he was, I think uh, Red Kelly's brother was the best man in his wedding. Really? I'm not sure, but I think that's the way it went down. Because he was a hired man at, uh, for Red Kelly's brother. So we used to go be able to watch Red Kelly play hockey in, in uh, Maple Leaf Gardens yeah, back in the day. Him, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So close to home. So yeah, cool. he was talking about, you know, uh, growing tobacco. And yeah, yeah. Trying tobacco and forcing 
Oh, a total local guy, local boy, yeah, eh? Yeah. But yeah, skate on the pond here in Upper County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, really great guy. He still lives locally. Uh, no, well, he's got his farm still here. I think on Berwyn and Berwyn. Um, but Toronto. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's like a hundred. That's crazy. how many years ago? Like sixty-seven. Yeah. Sixty-seven years. Ago. Yeah. So. <laughs> and yeah. Chasma. Tyler Shazma is our second judge. He's uh, Shazma. You're you're uh, road weary. You've been working like crazy. I, uh, you've been. I think every night this week you said you've been uh, on a different stage. So what do you got coming up, Shaz? I got a couple cool stuff coming up. On April second, I'm going to be at the Burlington Legion. Oh, that's a good gig. That's always a good time to go to the Legion, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that a charity gig or is that a? Yeah, Chris Jarvis of Vermont. They're usually all the something like that. Usually charity and charity. Yeah, it sounds like a good time. So if you're in the Burlington area, check out Shazma. Yeah, that's on the second, and then on the sixth, I'm doing the Hamilton Hill Yacht Yourself contest. So that'll be a cool show. And then on the eleventh, I'm at the London Twenty Drums show with. Oh, yeah, and it's free, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, all right, awesome. So, Shazma, are you worried about, you? are you, uh, uh, you know what they're going to taste and smell like. You've already commented on it. Yeah. You ready to go? Uh, I think so. I made some notes. All right. I wasn't just sitting over here like a jackass on my phone. I was making notes on. On our mustaches? Studying. All right, category one, sight. Sight. Dang. Who are we going to start with? <laughs> Looks like you're looking at Dave. Yeah, Charters. Do I describe mine? Describe your mustache. People at home, this is an audio show. Can I talk about yours as well? Yeah, and you can talk about whoever's mustache you want. Describe whatever you want to. I'll start with mine first because it's obviously the best. But, um, just imagine like a mix between Frank Zappa and uh, the guy from the Eagles with death metal and like a, you know, a classic cowboy. Loose, but it's also manicured. <laughs> very manicured. It is very manicured. It's classic cowboy that has to stay away from cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The other thing it is, is different than the three of yours, which are all pretty much exactly the same. You guys like shave together? Oh. I'm sorry, Dave. I don't know what you're talking about. And uh, the, the last comment I'd like to make is that mine doesn't involve any of the hair around my face that would be included in my beard. It's just a mustache, but you guys all kind of yeah, take it an extra. You'll have your time, Paul. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true, Dave. Paul's, Paul's fired unique, up. All right, Paul, you're up next. Well done, and it's ginger. What's your rebuttal, Paul? It's not a soul patch. So what do you, how would you describe your mustache, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> Would you, if you had to say it uh, to the people at home, how would you, how, how would you most liken it to which, uh, how would you describe it? Well, I'm rocking hair in the summer, and uh, I look like a little bit darker. I really like the first time I saw it. <laughs> right. That's a compliment. I take it crazy. Thank you very much. Yosemite Sam and Wyatt Earp are both awesome mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> Only compliments for my for me. Thank you, Paul. Michael, you're up next. 
Oh, my turn. I'd like to describe mine as a uh, plethora of hair. <laughs> I feel like the thickness of mine is my strength. It's like a warm velvety coat you might put on if you're cold. <laughs> and it uh, reeks of bourbon. <laughs> Which I spilt on it earlier. If you were wondering about the taste or smell. Taste and smell. Yeah, smell. But I would also like to note to the judges, below the uh, lip, I have nothing. Yeah. As Mr. Charters is trying to uh, point out, incorporating with the uh, beard and whatnot, I believe he's got a soul patch that he's combing right now. I have nothing <laughs> underneath him. Just a heavy handlebar. That, that was nearly most of you. This looks Thank like you. it's gone fishing. You're the one I want to see sign the life paper. I know. I think that's how you win this. One of you has to do it. For life. Join me. <laughs> <laughs> so last is me, and I will say that my mustache is exactly described by my brother as a Yosemite Sam or Wyatt Earp. It's something that looks like it's from the, uh, from the Old West. <laughs> when men were men, mustaches would crawl down your face and just start curling wildly. You don't even know where they're going to finish. <laughs> That's my mustache. It's something like the hairs grew and then they decided to roam and explore the earth. That's my mustache. Where Dave's mustache looks like I would not let him near my, any of my children. He's an obvious pedophile. And he's white wearing sunglasses the whole time. It makes you look more like a pedophile. And then... Uh, Paul, you know, like uh, yours, you just look dirty like normal. It doesn't look like you've even done anything. You're just the same old dirty Paul. That... Michael, you handsome son of a bitch. <laughs> the only thing I can say about your mustache is where's the curls? Where's the robust <laughs> curls that only come from just a, a, a steady diet of testosterone and amphetamines <laughs> or adrenaline? Which one? Oh, Christ, I set myself up for that. It makes it look like I swallowed jizz. <laughs> right, Dave? Damn it. That's really going to hurt me in this round. <laughs> yeah, it, does look so, it does look like you're from like those sports but not high class. No, it's definitely not. Definitely like low class, like selling whiskey to a sheep farmer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Snake oil, snake oil salesman, maybe. Gypsy of some yeah. sort. I'm some sort of a gypsy. When you, I wouldn't... Hand, when you had your hand over your, your chin earlier, I thought I was looking at uh, Elvis. Oh, the sideburns? Oh, yes. Well, the reason I kept the sideburns and the reason I kept the soul patch is to not let you know that I'm a man and I can grow hair all over my face. I know it's not the contest, but sometimes I actually did shave the soul patch before we started and it already grew back. <laughs> That's how much of a man I am, Dave. So that's all I can say. But, but... Full of testosterone. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I hate that I said that. <laughs> Damn it. All right. The next, the next uh, category is sound. So if you guys can score that uh, based on, uh, on sight and our descriptions, rank that. Well, we're getting into sound. The next category is sound. Now, we tried this on the, during the, when we were growing our beard. Mm -hmm. We would like scrape them into the microphone. Sounds good in the headphones. And it sounds good in our headphones, but it doesn't necessarily come across on the uh, air, right? 
So what can we do for sound other than that? Other than really give it a robust try in the microphone, right? Rub it on the concrete. What? Rub it on the concrete. <laughs> you hear that? That's Pete. Yep, that's Pete. This is well, me, Mike. Okay, ready? This is the first sound. Tell a woman how sexy your mustache sounds. Okay, I'll rub it first, and then if no one can hear it, I'll just talk about how it sounded. Oh, it sounds like burlap. It sounds like burlap rubbing against like a horse's hide. That's what it sounds like. Michael, you can give it a try. It's like a wire brush. Mine's like steel full. Sounds like a ocean. You know what that is? The sound is sweet That's the sound he's like. Oh! I'm in. Well played. Interesting. Well played. <laughs> the next category, game, is that it? That's it for, uh, sound. for sound. So the next category is touch. Now, for this one, I will ask our judges to get up. Now, we do have uh, on the table beside you a box of uh, bare hands gloves from our friends at Clean Flow. Oh. If you don't feel comfortable touching our. Uh, our faces with your bare hands, then please put on a pair of these non-latex bear paw gloves from Clean Float. <laughs> That's Clean Float. <laughs> <laughs> That's Clean Float. They sponsor Aid Party Services. And then uh, what I'd like you to do is come up and uh, just give give us a touch, give us a bit of a rub. Feel our robustness. Oh yes. All right. Well, that box of bear paw gloves is jam packed full of gloves. All right, Tyler, Tyler Shazma is the He's first one up. Yet. He's putting on the glove. He's decided that we are too hideous to touch. Smart move, Shaz. Smart move. Who's <laughs> first? Right, your choice. <laughs> Starting with me. <laughs> Give it a nice rub on there. I feel like I'm like one of those CSI investigators. Come on, Come on in here. He gave, he's going to Mike second. He's giving it a nice rub. Oh, he's very he's very inquisitive, but he doesn't like to get too affectionate with it. Yeah, he's poking Dave now. Just poke. Oh, he actually twisted Dave's. I'm judging on softness. Like, like what are we judging on? Whatever you think. Get a good feel of it. Look at look at thickness. Look at softness. Look at length. Look at the uh, the the density. Yeah. Well, she gives it a good examination. Yeah. Very but she's now looking at uh, at uh, Michael, giving it a good tug, <laughs> giving a good tug under the lip there. Yeah. Oh yes, great examination. Yeah. 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 Well, they're different. Charters, charters, drop your pants. <laughs> Two for one prostate well, you exam. Need some more testosterone. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I see you brought the right judges in tonight, though. It just thorough. keeps going back. They are very thorough, and now they're they're putting their opinions down. Unfortunately, Are we supposed to do one to four on each? Yeah, one to four on each. So we can't. Uh, Ties? We can't I would say no. Okay, so I have to rearrange. Ties are for losers. <laughs> um, the next category is smell. And uh, smell, we we pretty much can just say that it is all going to be like the same smell. Mm -hmm. Are we all progressing on the same page? I put zeros across the board. 
board. Yeah, zeros across the board on smells. I got some smells when I was over there earlier. Oh, yes. If you'd like to score those. I will score them. Okay, thank you. That's, that worked out nicely. That worked out very nicely. These are great judges. They've done their research. Yeah, so the next category, before we get into the last category here, um, I'd like to just thank our judges for coming in today. And the way I'm going to thank them is by giving them a little gift from Life in the Dutch Hall. What we have for you is a keychain uh, bottle opener from Clean Flow and a Rooster Sucks Balls uh, Life in the Dutch Hall lighter. Hey! Oh, right. yeah. There you go. Yes. Yeah. So thank you for coming in. Now, the next category of taste, I looked at, uh, you know, you two guys, you've been always nice to the show since the beginning. You've come in here many times. I like how you can skip before we do this. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the thought of taste, though tempting, we are not going to actually make you taste our mustaches. But we will. what, what we will do is we're going to go a little dating game on this. We're going to go like the old dating game uh, where everyone will have an opportunity to tell you that if you were to taste our mustaches as a part of this competition, how we would prepare the mustache prior to you tasting it. You understand? Like how we prior to tasting it. How yeah. do you season it? Yes. We're gonna do prep something it. to our mustache to prepare you to prep it before you lick our mustache. <laughs> I would suppose so, that's the only way to taste it, right? Is to lick it. Well, you're gonna have to imagine as though you're licking all of our mustaches. <laughs> And after we, I got this. Yeah. So we have to visualize that in our heads. Yes. And actually taste it in our heads. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly. That's a good description. Good. Taste it in your heads about what our mustache is going to smell like. So, uh, Michael, you'll go first. <laughs> oh, I'm on the I'm on the, the hot seat. Yeah. What I would do is exactly what I uh, did tonight: is uh, dose mine in a nice bourbon to numb all the other senses. Cool. And uh, you know whether the judge likes it or not. That's what it's real. It's me. You're welcome. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Well Paul, how will you uh, prepare your mustache? Uh, that means <laughs> 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 <Very> excellent. <laughs> Charters, you're up next. I don't. Sorry. Paul just said it. You know, it sounds good. More specifically, whose pussy? Just doesn't know whose pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a fair question, right? That's a fair question. Someone that would agree quickly is to it Paul. Your sisters, or is it somebody else's? It's not your sister, yeah. you're getting a zero. Uh, <laughs> gross. That is the most disgusting thing. I've got to think about who the judge is. I also want to know what kind of bourbon. What kind of bourbon? If we need to know what kind of pussy, we need to know what kind of bourbon. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Scotch. Oh, scotch. Tastes like vomit as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it does. Uh, David. Hey, was there an answer for the question? Yeah, pussy. Is it anyone in particular's pussy? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I was just trying to help the judge. No answer. Well, that's not what happened to you, fellas. Oh, he's white. His wife's. I would start out with a nice uh, shampoo. Just clean it. Just clean it, scrub it, so it feels super clean. And then I would take a nice conditioner. And I would let that sit for about five minutes until it's just soft, supple, smooth on your face. And then I would rinse it with good, clean reverse osmosis water. Until there's not a, not a, not a, you know, a residue of that conditioner. Shampoo. It's just good and clean and fresh. Just so you can taste the hair? 
<laughs> you really want to taste I the hair like in its natural state. About this. Taste the hair. That, yeah. that could be his new logo. Well, I, I think I'm out in left field here. But what I was planning on doing is just filling up a cereal bowl with uh, with milk. Mm -hmm. And then I was going to pour a whole package of Skittles in that cereal bowl of milk. Right? Let it sit there for like probably three hours. Right? So it's milk and Skittles. And then I just bury my whole face in the milk and Skittles. Every once in a while, just sucking up a Skittle or two to chew on. So I like this taste. And then, uh, and then I would just uh, wait, you know, probably just like the drippings from my mustache. Dunk it again. Second time. Hopefully that would get the testosterone. <laughs> you don't like Skittles? Fuck you then. <laughs> Score me a one. Damn it, what would... <laughs> you have to give me at least a one. Oh, no Skittles lovers. Who doesn't like Skittles? They're delicious. Taste the rainbow. No, he didn't like your pussy or my Skittles. What's it like better, pussy or Skittles? Oh, well, your wife's pussy or Skittles is the thing. You have to think about Chris's after shift. <laughs> what? Oh, open is the thing. Uh, where if, is, if you have any uh, personal questions as judges that uh, you have to ask us about our own mustaches or if you're still kind of like, you know, on the fence about anything, um, then I, this would be your time to just kind of like take the floor. Uh, I, I understand that Chargers, uh, maybe you didn't have enough time to grow the one that you Mustache forever and ever, I'm at. <laughs> Just so you know. Yeah, is anyone signing the life paper? Well, it, it's the thing of the con commitment. Anyone love the mustache? Uh, I, I freaking feel balls. I'd love to see some commitment. Hey, Jane, what do you think? Permanent? Uh, I'm sorry, Tom. It doesn't have to be that one. You just have to stick to a mustache of any sort. I won't commit to keeping one for the rest of my life, but I will commit. Um, I think I think everyone in the room. That's accurate. I've got a question for all all you guys, except for uh, Michael. I, I'm just a little confused. This is a must. This is a mustache contest, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, mustache. I, I, I'm easily distracted. Right, right. I'm get distracted by the big sideburns at workshops. Right. This is not looking good. Paul distracted me with that thing that probably allowed me to let the flow all the way down to this. I'm distracted. That's a lot of distractions. Should we all shave? Should we pause the show and all shave them off? Yeah. No, someone should keep something. No, no, no. No, maybe like shave off your distractions. 
No, no, no. It's just, it's just, that's we're doing, <laughs> that's yeah. like changing your routine. Like, during the routine. Yeah, yeah you could have thought about that earlier today. I like just I was trying to say what I got. I saw myself losing. I think Michael. I asked myself that question today. What would the judges be thinking? I walked in this room tonight and, and I looked at all you guys and I, you, I got real close too. And I looked at Michael and I saw a mustache. <laughs> That's what the contest a is. Mustache was Nothing thick. else. Just a duster. Yeah. Just a big duster. So is it. Uh, and, and good, good seven. Symmetry on mm. the forks, dude. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Humble. Yeah. Well, uh, are you really ready to crown a winner? Seems like we know who our winner is. Looks like yeah. the tabulating the squares okay. up. As we speak. So, do you want to go from last place to first place? It looks like just one category. No, uh, we go. We can announce the winner and then announce the loser. Yeah. Do they add their yeah. scores together? Yeah. The winner, well, while they're reviewing, we're going to get into the top 10. Uh, let's do the top 10 mustaches in history. Oh, very nice. <laughs> that's, All right. That's three. So while the judges are uh, are compiling their scores. Yes. So this next segment, mustaches, greatest 10 mustaches in history, the top 10 mustaches in history, number 10, what, number 10, oh, sorry, Wyatt Earp, Wyatt Earp, no, I put in some one from history, but the thing about Wyatt Earp is, if you look at, if you look at him, he's a badass guy, right, the OK Corral and all the rest of it, if you look at him without that mustache, you take that mustache off, He's going to look like a pussy. Yeah. Right? Agreed. With that duster that curls around just like a curly old mustache growing off my face, that is, that guy looks like badass, right? He doesn't have soul patch. No, he does not have a soul patch. I know that. Number nine, Wilford Brimley. Awesome. Wilford Brimley, you know you know him? Yeah, he's got diabetes. diabetes. Quaker, got diabetes. Oatmeal. Quaker oatmeal. You're not going to get a better duster than this old guy. No. He's uh, an old sheepdog. Yeah, guy rest his soul. His his he looks just like uh he would be naked without it. Yes. Number eight, oh, Freddie Mercury, yes. who we pay tribute to at the beginning of the show. Beautiful. That mustache, you know, though not maybe the longest, maybe the most uh, robust, but it did really have a pronounced stage, which made it uh, incredible. He already had like he's the most bucktooth guy in the world, and he puts a mustache on, and makes it look ten times worse. Yeah. <laughs> and he rocks it. Hey, eh? look at that. And then number seven, also from the music world. Uh, just beating out uh, Freddie Mercury, David Crosby. Oh, nice. The reason I included David Crosby on the countdown is because he's had rocked that thing when he's young to right now that he's old, right? Never, ever strayed from it, committed to the mustache, never looked like it was uh, particularly comfortable for him to have it on his face. It's all growing into his food and stuff like that. It's, it's not, it doesn't help his look. It goes over, right over his left. Just loves it. David Crosby, number seven. Now, number six, Raleigh Fingers from wow, the sports man. world. Wow, Charters take notes. Raleigh Fingers, he's best known for the curly handlebar mustache. Yeah, and uh, I got to tell you, in sports, there's a few that are going to beat Raleigh, Raleigh Fingers. fingers. Uh, number yes. five, Hulk Hogan. The reason Hulk Hogan is so high on the list is because if you have a, a blonde mustache, a blonde handlebar mustache, 
they will call you Hulk Hogan. Period. If you are a black man, if you are an Asian man with a blonde handlebar mustache, they will call you Hulk Hogan, right? That is why he's number five on our list, Hulk Hogan. Number four, oh, I consider the best, the best mustache in sports history, and that's his Lanny McDonald. Yeah. Greatest duster in uh, sports. You're not going to get any better than that. What I like about him is that he had that duster, uh, like, pretty much early on. Like, he, he, he was maybe his only rookie season he didn't have it, right? But he had it pretty much the rest of the time through. And it's ginger, too, which is it shows Dave that even though you're a ginger, you can still grow a fucking mustache. You don't have to have, a, you know, you don't have to look like a pedo after six weeks. Lane McDonald take a hard dump and be twice of what you got. Yeah. <laughs> he was awesome, was it number four? Oh, number three, wow. Sam, Sam Elliott, my favorite mustache in movie history. Sam Elliott, you might know him from uh, such movies as Roadhouse, mm. where he was boss, that cool mustache. <laughs> or you might know him from uh, Big Lebowski, where he played the cowboy that talked to the dude. Uh, hands down, I think, best mustache in movies. Always had it. Uh, would look ridiculous without it. It curtains. His hair, like they're long hairs, <laughs> long hairs, long gray hairs, too. Nice upper lip, yeah. Number two, uh, Tom uh, Selleck. Tom Selleck, how do you not mention Tom Selleck in a mustache contest? He's iconic, probably one of the best dusters. Again, looks better with it than without it. Even through the 90s, when he was on Friends, when mustaches weren't cool, Tom Selleck still wore the mustache, he looked good. You know, this picture that I got up here is actually a poster my sister had when she was like a teenager. <laughs> She had a picture of this mustached old man, <laughs> right? In a room, it's unnerving. I wouldn't let my daughter... If my daughter's put up a picture of a guy with a fucking mustache like that in the room, like Tom Selleck, a grown 40-year-old man with a mustache, <laughs> I'd be like, great taste. I would, what's wrong with you? Dude, this straight across the bottom. It's perfect. Number one mustache in history. Any guesses? Hello. Yeah, right. Tom Selleck. Yeah, well, he's not. He's number two. Number one mustache in history. Oh. Adolf And I'll tell you why Adolf Hitler's number one on the contest. Because he fucked up a mustache for everybody. Oh. The, the Hitler, the, uh, the toothbrush mustache, the toothbrush mustache was uh, a widely uh, held fashion uh, statement like uh, Jane's grandpa my wife's grandpa had that look before that prick Hitler did and he kept it through his whole life he wasn't about to change because one guy was one guy was completely out of his mind right this guy ruined it for everybody nobody can grow that look no. again Charlie Chaplin one of the most famous guys in the world had the same mustache people can't even grow it and say they're Chaplin anymore because he's such a dick he did the most that he ruined a mustache forever and ever, amen. And that, and that for that reason, he's number one on our countdown. No one has a Hitler mustache. Yeah, you can't grow that. And even though the people used to have it all the time, nobody had a problem with it. It was a normal mustache to grow. If if he didn't exist, chances are, Charters would have had this at one point in his life. Is that true? <laughs> for sure. I'd be lying if I said it didn't cross my mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if Steve was on the judging panel, I'd We do not have any of those people here, other than the reluctant one. He's the only one. And we, only, we had to check his reluctancy in order to even let him in. If he wasn't as reluctant as he was, he wouldn't be allowed in. 
So, judges, have you had time to uh, tabulate your scores? Can we also just give an honorable mention to the uh, 72 Oakland Athletics? And oh, we had him on the countdown. Rolly oh, Fingers. I, we were judging. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We did have Raleigh Fingers on there. I see you're wearing the hat to commemorate Raleigh Fingers, yeah. Yeah. It's a good judge. Actually, when you mentioned... You uh, such a kiss ass. There was actually a, a number of honorable mentions that I would like to uh, I would like to honor as long as you brought it up. Uh, honorable mentions, I would say, Wendell Clark. Uh, you know, again, Wendell Clark. Uh, 18 years old, getting drafted with a handlebar mustache. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's balls. And then, uh, I'll say, I already mentioned Charlie Chaplin, honorable mention. Yeah. Burt Reynolds, you've got to give him a shout-out. Yeah. Burt Reynolds has, has been there. Teddy Roosevelt. I don't know if you have Teddy Roosevelt, but that duster, like, really made him look like... He, he had a lot of pussy policies when he was a president, like environmental stuff and that, and parks and stuff. Grew the duster, so people thought he was a freaking... He wrestled grizzly bear and stuff like that, you know? Teddy Roosevelt. I also want to give a shout out to the Monopoly Man. Monopoly uh, Man's always uh, always rocked a good. Uh, right. I only I put him on the honorable mention just because he's fictional. Mm-hmm. That's right. Also, same goes for the Pringles Can guy. <laughs> Pringles Can guy. Same, was, same guy. They're brothers. Are they? Oh. Uh, they look related. I always Weird thought. That. Uh, the modern day mustache hero Nick Offerman gets an honorable mention. Yep. And I also want to give a final shout out to uh, the Walrus. <laughs> Walrus has always been there with a great mustache. Uh, I didn't consider you for the top ten just because you're not human, but I really shouldn't judge you. You grow better mustache than most of us in this room. Walrus, I tip my. I, uh, it's a tip of the hat to you. Those are honorable mentions. Anyone? Anyone missed? If you think about mustaches in history, have I missed any of the great ones? Oh. <laughs> well, we will see. The judging is now uh, tallied. So, uh, uh, you guys, can you do a guitar case roll or something like that? For This is for the first place winner. No. No. We're going to start at first. I thought you want to finish the last. Oh, well, we can, well, no, we don't want. It's pretty close. We don't want to know. It was close. It was close. The, loser, the loser is the, the payoff, I think. Right? Started, Nobody started wants to be a loser. So, first the winner, then the loser. It's really close. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Well, Shiner shoes. We all, we all. Sole purpose of having that mustache is quite obvious. Michael yeah. Ball is the winner. Thank you guys. I thought about that today. I, I was in the realm of Pete and Paul. Honestly, no soul patch, but I had it creeping. And just brought it up for just a, a, a duster. That's what this is all about. Mustache. It's just a godfish mustache. Yes, it's a mustache contest. That's what I want. I appreciate it. Thanks Thank you very much. That was a cardinal sin. Created cardinal sin. What we did was we did, we thought I always thought it was bringing uh, test like masculinity to the forefront. But what I did was I distracted him from my greatness of this my mustache. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna live my life in regret. You're thinking too much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're thinking too much. Pete, you were in second place. Oh, oh thank God. Nipping at the heels. Yeah. Nice. You know, I'm gonna say yours, your mustache flows nice with everything. You know, I, I, I do like the uh, the
Charters, it's like a dream come true. Charters, I do like the accessories with the comb. But I, 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 just, I don't. I don't like the accessories. <laughs> I don't like where it's at. It's hack, right Shazma. It's hack. It's like a prop comic. It, you would win if you had your old stash. And uh, yeah, you, I mean, you took any of a year. Yeah. year. Yeah. Right. I know. So you go that back because that stash. <laughs> I'd be skipping rope with my mustache if he had as much time. <laughs> no skin on my face. I will go back. Paul, Paul had the look of relief on your face when I said my name was worth it. Oh, my goodness. Yes, thank God. You never get so happy. So All right. Happens? So, everybody, uh, this has been uh, really our show. Now, the only thing to end the show is going to be to, to uh, shave Mike's mustache and glue it on Dave's face. <laughs> so... Do you want to play the theme song before or after we do that? Maybe we'll just close out of it and we'll put it in as bonus footage. Yeah, uh, sure. The yeah. shaving of it afterwards, okay? Dave, you and I should never grow mustaches that length. You know, just for our color, right? Yeah. It's a curse. So, you, gotta keep, you gotta keep going. So I'd like to thank our judges, Tyler Shazma and Ryan Vanderbush, for coming in. I'd like to thank uh, Nocturnal Emissions for being the best band in podcast history. My brother Paul for giving me a drink for once. And everybody yeah, yeah, yeah. for for participating in the mustache contest. If you'd like to uh, reach out to me at live from the Dutch Hall, gmail.com, follow me on Twitter, like me on Facebook or Instagram. And until then, we will see you next Thursday. See you, NT.